When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. Welcome back, you guys. We have a super fun episode, highly, highly requested episode with our first guests, Justin and, and DJ. Welcome, you guys. Yeah, we got to tell you guys our story last week of how we met them. So that we felt like that was like a really fun intro. And then we purposely planned this one to be really some Valentine's Day. So it could be like fun with the husband. So we're really excited about that. What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Um, we already celebrated and we went to Roos Chris, which is a really nice restaurant. We went out last night. We went out last night. Yeah. And we celebrated, got a babysitter, the whole thing. So it was fun. What are you guys doing? We're going out tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah. We're going out to a fancy restaurant, but both me and Jamie's husbands are both on the mend of being sick. So the last thing they want to do is go on nice dates, but sorry guys. Nice troopers. (laughs) So why don't we start with introducing our husbands? DJ, why don't you go first? I am DJ, obviously. Welcome, DJ. Yes, it's good to be here. Uh, I'm Kenzie's husband. I am from Gilbert, Arizona. I'm 27 years old. I'm currently in PT school, physical therapy, and I'm almost done, almost to the last year to go. Thank the frickin' heavens. Yeah, it's been a long time. School is not fun. And yeah, I don't know. What, what do you enjoy doing? I enjoy sports. All sports. Basketball season is on right now, so that's mainly my focus. Doing sports and watching sports. I do <laughs> and watch. Time. Yes. It's most of our life, you guys. Yes. Okay, Justin. Hi, guys. I'm Justin. Uh, I'm married to Jamie. I'm 27. I am from Alberta, Canada. And I'm currently in law school at Arizona State. Um, so my second of three years there. <laughs> it seems like a lifetime. It does, it does. But I'm finally making progress. I'm past the halfway point, so that's good. Um, but I'm similar to DJ, like sports, playing, watching sports, snowboarding, wakeboarding, uh, riding horses, doors. anything on Milking the farm. cows. Milking cows, whatever. <laughs> Justin grew up on a ranch, so. Justin, was there anything... On our episode last week. Did you listen to our episode last week? I did, yeah. You did. Is there anything that we missed from your guys' story that you'd like to add? Uh, there was one thing, but I can't remember what it was that I made a comment to you about. Um, oh, yeah. I think it was between the time that we were dating and when we got engaged. Uh, I think Jamie left out an important point. Because they were talking a lot about... Jamie looked really nervous when you said that. <laughs> well, they were talking a lot about, uh, you know, just in our culture and our faith and, and how 
things move pretty quick and you have to make decisions. And um, there was just at one point where I was a little uncertain about if I wanted to go all in and I was going out to sell security systems for the summer and she basically just threw it out there and she said, Oh, I gave him an offer. Yeah, if you... That, if doesn't, you, that doesn't sound like Jamie. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> if it's kind of like now or never. Like we either need to get engaged and do this or I'm not going to be here when you get back after the summer. And that's what really made me start being serious about our relationship. You did leave that out. Yeah, I did. I kind of forgot. <laughs> what about you guys? Is there anything that DJ... No, I feel like you had it pretty spot on. You're pretty good at telling your story. Yeah, when I went to tell our story, DJ asked me to tell it. Yeah. And I I feel like you did a really good job. You did great. Thanks. Yeah, Yeah, I don't feel like I left anything out. Our our story is complicated, I feel like. So I feel like I easily could have left something out. Yeah. Something funny did happen this week, though, after last week's episode came out. The girl that Justin kissed... In between, like, him and Jamie, like, they broke up for, like, a week, and he kissed this girl. She reached out to me, and she's like, I'm the girl Justin kissed, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. And she was so cute and so sweet, and she's like, I'm so glad that it ended up being Jamie, and, like, she's, like, happily married and has a baby, and, like, it's so cute. But I thought I that thought was that funny. I was so sweet. It was so sweet. She was really cute. She said that your name popped up while they were together. It was, like, Jamie with a heart, and she was like, who's Jamie? But I know you told me that. I'm like, Justin, you had a heart by my name already? Like, Wow. <laughs> Justin, Justin was pretty serious. That was early. Yeah. I know. I can't believe that. And then DJ's ex-girlfriend reached out to me, too, about, like, how she was part of the story, too. So I just thought it was funny that those two people had listened. It's like you don't realize who's listening, so it's kind of funny. But they're both such nice people. Oh, And so they sweet. both reached out in, like, a nice way. It wasn't, yeah. like, malicious or anything. But it's just funny that, like... Oh, people are listening. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we did, Kenzie and I both did Q&A boxes, and we got a ton of really great questions. We went through and picked, like, the most commonly asked ones and some really fun ones that we wanted to answer um, with you guys. And the first one was, which I'll ask, directed to DJ first. Oh, okay. How did you know you wanted to marry your wife? Whoa. How did I? Yeah, like, know? how did you wow, know? Like, how did you know that she was the one? Was there one thing that attracted you to her more than others, or? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things I would say. I mean, Kenzie knows that I've always found her confidence uh, very attractive. Right off the bat, she was assertive in our relationship. And... Does not sound like her. <laughs> not at all. Just kidding. And I would say that's a very strong quality that she has. Um, What's the question? How did you know you wanted to marry your wife? And I feel like she pushes me to like get out of my comfort zone and try new things. Like, and I think vice versa too. Yeah, you do that a lot with her. Yeah, like I had never been snowboarding before, and we went for the first time or on a boat, wakeboarding. Like I've done so many new things just because she has those interests and she wants me to do well and succeed. Yeah, and do it with her. So yeah. Was there ever like an aha moment for you, like, a me- like you like remember specifically being like, oh, I wanted to marry her. Like a specific moment in time. Yeah. That's a tough one. And I feel like that's a hard question. Yeah. Do you feel like you had one? No, I feel like it was gradual of like, I just knew 
Over there wasn't time. one day that like clicked for you that was like this is it do you no was yeah 100 percent. i do that's what, why i when, feel when it was when we went it? to six flags i've told oh, you oh yeah I, I would agree with that that we like driving yeah. home and i remember like my feet were on him like because we we're like it was a truck with like a bench seat <laughs> and like my feet were like on him while i was driving and i was like reading a book on my phone and i remember being like i could do this forever oh yeah, like and that yeah. was like my like it like i think we had already said i love you at that point but like that was like oh i could do this for the things were good at that point they were really good. Yeah, things were, yeah. <laughs> things are great. Things were heating up. Peaking at that time, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Justin? What made oh, you want to marry yeah, your wife? There was definitely one moment in time I specifically remember is up in the freezing cold tundra of Canada when she was all dressed up in in uh, Carhartt gear and out there feeding cows with Don't me. Don't out me like that. <laughs> I'd like to see a photo. <laughs> no. No. I, I think for me it was, it was a gradual thing. There wasn't really like one real moment that like stuck out to me, but... Uh, I mean, when when she kind of, not that she gave me a true ultimatum, but when she kind of put a little pressure on me, that was definitely when I like seriously stepped back and thought about it. And um, when I thought about my life without her, uh, I just couldn't picture it. And that's kind of when I just knew and, and felt that it was the right thing to do and go forward with. That was cute. Wow. <laughs> so sweet. Um, Justin, DJ kind of answered this one, but what attracted you to Jamie first? Like something in my personality. Like how hot she is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I noticed all, her butt first. First of all, she's beautiful. So that's the first thing that struck me when I walked into my sister's apartment and I saw this there beautiful blonde girl. First day of college. Yeah, just they don't I make mean, these in Canada. Breathtaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just her lively personality. I think she was just really bubbly and outgoing and uh just a lot of fun we had a lot of fun together and and uh still do and i think that was the first thing that kind of caught my interest and and attracted me to her okay on to the next question dj what made you sure about your wife when you guys broke up for a minute like what made you sure that you wanted to make her your wife all the girls that i dated in between were just they just weren't they weren't they weren't kenzie yeah So, I mean, I always knew, like, I had a gut feeling that I was going to marry Kenzie, but yeah, I mean, just dating these other girls just really solidified that Kenzie was for me, and like, she pushed me to be a better person, which I think you should want that in your spouse to push you to be better, and I think she does that. Do you feel like it had anything to do with the fact that I was getting serious with somebody else? Well, yeah, that there was some <laughs> motivation there. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like at that point, I was ready, like, regardless of that. But, yeah, I think I needed to get my uh, stuff moving. I agree with that. <laughs> get your life going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get serious. Justin, what about you? Because you guys did break up. I mean, not for as long. Yeah. Me and DJ broke up for a year and a half, but you guys broke up for, I mean, a, a week, whatever. But was there <laughs> something that changed your mind? Wait, you kissed a girl I in think, a week Yeah, span? I think it was only like 48 hours. You I mean, kissed, it, was, it was a weekend. It was Whoa. Friday night that we Justin. talked, and then it was like Sunday night that we were like... No, it was Monday. Monday. Okay, so Monday. like, what, three days? Yeah. Um, Getting it, Justin. I was sending a message yeah, to Yeah, I was very much of the mindset that I wanted to date around. Like, I wanted to date a lot of girls. So DJ, I think, too. I think I, <laughs> wow. I think I really like fought my feelings for Jamie early on, and I just needed a couple days away to realize that I did love her and I wanted you know to to be serious with her. And Only you know, three. DJ needed like three hundred and seventy. 
And I, you know, I, I had kept in contact with a couple other girls and, um, you know, took a couple girls out and, and it was awesome. It was fun. They're great girls. Uh, but I just, it, it took me to do that to actually realize that I really did miss and want to be with Jamie. So it was huge for us, even though it was a, such a short time. Don't you feel like a lot of couples that end up getting married take a break? I do. I, I feel yeah. like almost all of my friends and their spouses have like broken up, even if it's for 48 hours, yeah. but they like... They, really, they need to, like, have that time just be like, oh, wait, this is, like, kind of what my life would be like without them. See, and I knew that. I knew that you needed to take a break, so I was like, yeah, Kenzie, so you did I'm it. serious good about this, so we need to take a good year and a half break. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> no, it was not kidding. fun. Hey, but look how worth it it was. Right. It was. It, it was necessary. It for sure was. I mean, looking back, I wouldn't have changed anything. No. But it was definitely, like, on the harder side of things, because I think I was always, like... I know, and DJ's like, I always had a gut feeling, but I knew, like, I personally knew, yes. like, mine was different than a gut feeling, yep. so that was, like, it's hard for me to cope with that for a little bit, but... Like, what you know wasn't gonna be, but yeah. you still felt it. But I also, like, didn't say, oh, I know I'm gonna marry him, I'm gonna sit around and wait for him, like, I dated, I was out there, the sorry, babe, but it was better for me, because I was, like, I got to go and, like, go on dates and stuff, and, like, sure. I like, wasn't just, I wasn't good. just sitting around waiting for him. And, like, crying in your bed. Yeah, like eating <laughs> chips and being sad. <laughs> I did that too, a lot. I did that, but... All right, this one's a little bit more spicy, Justin. Spicy? What's How nice? did you Spice. feel about your wife not being a virgin when you got married? Uh, I know the answer to this, so you gotta better be honest. Yeah, it was definitely uh, tough at first, you know, the, when the news was first broke to me. It was, it was a little bit tough to gather my thoughts and, and kind of wrap my head around it, but... After a little while and after talking it through with her, it really was not an issue. We were able to kind of get through it, and I realized that it really didn't matter and that it was going to be special, you know, participating in that as a married couple. And uh, I don't think it's really negatively affect, affected our relationship at all. No. I feel like it doesn't change who the person is. No. Either. Not at all. Yeah. It, I mean, it was challenging but I think it was a good challenge to overcome and just made us stronger and I think for you too like I mean I don't really think you ever met or knew many girls that had ever done that like where you're from it's like everybody is of the same religion right and kind of like nobody had really done that before marriage but where we're from you were like the odd man out if you didn't if you didn't so I could see that being like this is interesting. Like, it is interesting for sure. I remember you telling me that you told Justin and that he was like a little bit taken back and yeah. he was like, not like sad, but like, like, oh. like a little bit like not like upset's the wrong word, but yeah. you were like surprised. Maybe disappointed a little Maybe, bit. Maybe. Yeah. But... I, that's what I would say too. But I remember you being like, we got to talk through it and it was like, probably like super good for your relationship but I remember being I remember hearing you tell me that Justin was a little bit sad about it yeah at the beginning yeah. because in our religion it's like you wait till marriage and that's right. just like that's what you do yeah. and that's it and you think so long in your head like well I've waited yeah. so like my spouse should too and like I think you're just told that you so have many that times. like image and idea absolutely yeah but I think it's hard to get like to overcome that and but also I think it's so important that Justin did because I mean, you couldn't have married somebody that yeah. was not okay with that, yeah. you know? And Completely. I also think it is important to talk about because there are girls like that had had, or, or boys too, that like have sex before marriage and like they think they're never going to be able to get married or Completely. like they think that they're not ever going to be good enough. And I think it's super important to talk about 
you can have a happy, healthy marriage and it be okay. Yeah. And like you can marry someone just as awesome as you want them to be. Like it doesn't make you any lesser. No. And it's like pretty like it's in your past. Well, like complete. It's not like you were doing that like yesterday. Exactly. Like you, you've done it in high school. It was over with. And like, that's basically it. Yep. Completely. I think that was really cool of you, Justin, to like become so accepting about it. Yeah. Okay. So what about you, DJ? How did you feel? The better question is how did Kenzie feel about me not being a virgin? I think it was harder for me because it was when I knew you, like it was like, well, we were broken up and that was harder because I like, I feel like it was definitely a harder thing for you to digest because well, because I was like, things had changed for sure since like when we first met versus yeah later on in our when I was like, you really couldn't have waited just like one year for me till we got married, so that was hard, and it was hard because I wasn't doing that. Like yeah. I did that in high school, and then I like went to college and like was dating in college. I was immature. I, I was. So it was. I was a fool. It was probably a lot harder <laughs> for me to find out than it was for you. Yeah. But also sure. when you found out, like nobody in your school, like ever had sex before marriage. So yeah. how was that coming across when you very first found out about me? I, it didn't bother me. I, it never bothered you, no. It, I, I don't even remember it being a big deal, honestly. It didn't change who she was to you. No. And it didn't like, change. Like I can't even remember you really telling me because it didn't really bother me at all. It didn't change how I felt about you. It just made me sad that... Like, I knew you, and I, like, I just wished yeah. it could have been me. No, I feel bad about that, honestly. But I obviously know that, like, you needed to make your own decisions and do those things, and it was okay. And I never one time, like, after we got married, like, compared myself to anybody or felt like you were comparing me to anybody, like... And was... I think that's the biggest... Like, I think that's the most important thing is, like... Yes. I don't know, and you and I have talked about that before, too. Like, when you get married and you, like... Because, obviously, we waited... Like we waited to have sex with each other until we were all married. Yes. Like whatever. But it's different when you love that. That's person. what I was going to say. It's, it's a different kind of feeling and different kind of love because you are married and it just like, it changes it for sure. And so I feel like there's no comparison. No, there's all. not. And it didn't ever make me feel like self-conscious or worried or anything. I, I knew that DJ had another level of respect for me because I don't think he really respected the people he was with <laughs> at true. the time exactly I mean, it, that's kind of a good way to look at it is we never did anything because i had that respect for you and i knew that was one of your goals was to wait till i was married yes especially with you because i felt like we were gonna get married yeah so that was nice but it wasn't nice to find that out obviously but i'm glad that you like got it out of your system i'm glad that you <laughs> like were able to make like I'm glad mistakes and learn and <laughs> glad you know, it's over. Yeah. Glad it's over. Same, but no, I think it was. I I don't. I think a lot of people put like, especially in our like culture and our religion, like sex before marriage is like the world's worst thing that you could do. Yeah. And like I know I personally felt that in high school, like because I had sex before marriage, like they always were like, you are who you marry. So like, or like you marry who like you are acting like. So I guess in my head I was like, well I'm making mistakes. So like. I'm lesser of a person, so, like, I don't deserve... Which is so not true. So not true. And I feel like it's super important because I feel like people don't talk about, like, 
having sex before marriage and like and it's okay to like overcome that obviously I regret it obviously yes. if I could go back I'm like oh I'd only have sex with my husband whatever but like also it it is what it is yeah and you can't think lesser of who you are because of that it yeah doesn't change and if you're listening and you have a partner that has you can't think less of them no because it truly doesn't matter at the end of the day it, it doesn't. doesn't mean with you it's going to be any less or any anything different than what it would be because it's with the person like you said like you love and you're with and it's different i love you regardless regardless of sex regardless of whatever happens (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on to the next question um justin how did your family feel about jamie when you guys you guys should see his face right now um when you guys first met and how they feel about jamie now she a city girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's no country chick very very different from my family we are like you know from a really small town and uh, like to live a little more of a frugal lifestyle. Okay, I remember the funniest <laughs> thing when we were like dating, and you're like, "Yeah, I just like don't really know if I can marry a girl that like goes and gets a pedicure every month. Like that just seems like so what much kind maintenance." Of a girl is that? And I was like, "That's insane." Yeah, and yeah. Who like, would do that? Every two weeks. <laughs> I mean, in general, I think they got along fine with her. Um, they definitely, definitely had doubts from my point of view really i think so just initially like justin we had doubts about you too yeah i mean it's typical marrying someone from a different country and different backgrounds they didn't act like they had doubts we were dating pretty accepting yeah but uh no like things and things are great now i think you get along pretty good with my family so i think they i mean maybe they're a little bit resentful that you brought me to arizona but other than that (laughs) hey she tried canada yeah wasn't for her true wasn't for me Gave it a gave it a fair shot. So, what about you, DJ? What did your family oh, feel yeah. about Kenzie? They loved her immediately. I feel like my mom really liked you, right? Yeah, she did. When we were broken up, me and his mom would go to lunch. She yeah. loved me. I, that's. Weird. I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> yeah, but. it is weird. But I was also <laughs> like. No, but it was it was good knowing that she actually yeah, liked yeah. you before we got married. And like, how did they feel when we got back together? Like, my parents had a a little bit rougher of a time. But, oh, it was like an answer to their prayers. <laughs> Aww. I, yeah, DJ's family is awesome. And his mom like stayed in super great contact with me like when we were broken up. She wanted it to happen, I think. I think she did. She told my dad at our wedding, like, we're just so grateful for Kenzie. Like, she's the best for DJ. And like, we're just grateful that she is back with him and was like so excited about it. They were a little too stoked. Yeah, on they you, were. Say. Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. They were. I wonder if they feel the same now. I doubt it, but everything has changed. No, they're they're great, and I knew the answer to that. Okay, the next question. Obviously, we've kind of talked about this, but like we both planned to wait with each other yes. until marriage. Yeah, and so planning that and having like that anticipation going into the first time together on your wedding night. How was it? Was it like everything you dreamed of? Was it awkward at all? Like, how was that experience? I do you want to <laughs> no go you go it? right ahead honey uh it was I feel like it was harder for Kenzie what do you mean like you cried I was so hungry <laughs> that's why you cried <laughs> I was literally starving I almost passed out like I was so, I didn't eat at all during my wedding day and so I felt terrible yes. I'm like well this is my life I was my wife cries because I was <laughs> I was so hungry <laughs> then we went and got in and out yeah, and, and then, then it, we, you know... Then it was better. 
Yeah. I was starving. I remember that. I was like, I really wanted to like, I went in the bathroom. I put lingerie on. I was like so excited. We got we like some, candles. We had candles. We had like, they went and set it up like the day of our wedding. Like the room was set up with rose petals and it was cute and whatever. But I was so hungry. I remember like I was, I tried to get into it and I was like almost passing out. It was also June. Our wedding was in June. Yeah. So it was so freaking hot. hot. Yes. I probably didn't have enough water that day. I had like a rebel, like, and I was just so hungry. And I remember being like, I should do this for him. But I was starving. So, so wait, round one and then in and out and then back for round two. Yeah. So yeah. A couple so times two, that are a little yeah. better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was much, much better. But I was hungry. And then we went up to the cabin up in Payson. Yeah. We had no cell service. We had Great. no internet. We had no TV. Yeah, so that's nice basically all we bed. could do. Um, <laughs> so that was fun. But it got, it definitely got better. But that first time I remember I was not feeling very good. So, so I was feeling great about myself. It's After gotten better. Crying. Yeah, it's I don't got cry better. anymore. <laughs> less crying. A lot less crying. What about you guys? Take it away. Um, I feel like it was good. I don't think it was awkward. Um, definitely a much anticipated day. Uh, Did anybody get you like anything fun, like on your wedding night? Like people gave us like some sex toys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think actually. We did. Who gave it? So to you, it was my my two best friends. Uh, uh, I remember getting into the car and opening up the middle console and this giant, it was like an 18-inch like silicone dildo. It was massive. Just for you, Justin. <laughs> and we were we were both just cracking up and uh, we, we kept it, just played some jokes on people down the road too and had a lot of fun with it doing that. But Do you still have it? Uh, I think we finally... We left it in your parents' closet. Yeah, no, found it. like his room. Sorry, his bedroom. And his mom like, found it. She like sent me text. What do you want me to do with this? <laughs> we're like, she knew the joke. Like we were gonna give it to Ted at his wedding. So that was like kind of like why we held on to it for that. And she's like, so what do you guys want me to do with this? And we're like, yeah, just throw it away. <laughs> That's weird. Is he married now? He is, he but is. he had a COVID wedding, so, so you didn't get yeah. to no. give him the dildo. You didn't get to give it back, but. I felt like it was a good night. It was. I was also starving. Yeah, I was gonna so, say that. I remember after the first time, I was like, I can't like go get me food, please. So I went to Chili's. I tried ordering Chili's. food from a customer <laughs> <laughs> at Chili's at the takeout line, <laughs> and the lady's like, uh, what, "What? How's your day been?" I was like, "Oh, it's, it's pretty good. I got married today." Dude, like, Mormon what? weddings are weird. Like, what? Mormon weddings are so weird. Like I remember you guys went to like Arizona Grand and like. You guys did like your send off and whatever, and you were there. And then Jamie calls me, and I'm like, Jamie, why are you calling me? Like, this is your wedding night. Get off the phone. You're like, it's fine. Justin, don't give me chilies. I'm in the bathtub. And I was like, this is so weird. But then I got married, and I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. How is intimacy with the kids, Justin? Ooh, this is a great Has question. your intimacy changed having definitely. kids? Yes. Uh, it's kind of been up and down, I think, in the different times, but it's definitely uh, How? Less, less frequent. I guess is the first thing. Oh, How no. long were you guys married before you got pregnant? Six months. And Jamie was, was really sick during pregnancy, so that probably that played so a sick. damper on yeah, things. Yeah, that's a real, real damper. Um, yeah, so that's why I think like up and down. Pregnancy has always been tough for us with intimacy, but uh, post-baby, I think it's been pretty good with both babies. Um, Do you find it time like hard to find time? I mean, I don't. 
<laughs> kids are <laughs> Justin's ready to go at all kids, times. You know, like kids are in, in bed, 8 o'clock, 8 something, that's plenty of time for me, but I don't know. Do you think we have a hard time? Playing? Yes, I think as moms, it's different. You feel very touched out. Okay. I feel like as a mom, it's very different. Like, you definitely feel touched out by the end of the day. You're yeah. Like, Do not touch me. I'm done being, like, needed all day. I, need, I definitely feel I need that. to, like, have my own time now. Kids nap for two hours. That's plenty of time. Good Maybe one. and Payson don't. No. Well, hour of quiet time. That's get, still enough. Give, no. Give put a, put a show and, on upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneak away. See, like, as a mom, we don't think that. No. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I definitely feel like it's, like, for us, it's like you put the kids down and then it's like your time to spend by yourself. But 100% feel that I'm touched you need out. To dedicate that time to your husband and... <laughs> don't listen to that advice that's horrible advice 8 to 11 p.m is go time it's go time okay well we kind of touched on this one jamie you want to touch on this one yeah this is a good question the question was do mormons think sex toys are wrong or lingerie is wrong and i feel like we got this question each like a dozen times yeah. at least and the answer we is... only have sex whilst wearing turtlenecks and <laughs> Baggy pants, sweatpants. No, I'm just time. I wish that's more comfy. Church does not. They don't make guidelines or rules for the bedroom. That's just up to you and yeah. your spouse and whatever you guys are comfortable with. Um, as far as like toys go and lingerie, whatever you want. So no, luckily that is not something that there's guidelines or rules about. I would be not happy if there was. Yeah. Anything goes when it's with your lover. With your spouse? Yes. <laughs> Lover boy. <laughs> How many times a week? 0. 0.75. <laughs> is, that, is that possible? <laughs> well, when it's over a, when it's over a week, like I feel like you got to do the math. Justin's yeah. broken it down. Once, once a week. Made the calculations. Yeah. Once a week? Yeah. Oh, I would say, yeah, and like more recently, Not we've been... Oh, yeah, we've... <laughs> <laughs> We're really close, Justin. <laughs> no, but I feel like I feel like it's been a little more frequent, more than once a week. I've been putting a little sure. bit more um, effort. Well, going back to the other question you asked, who initiates it? I tried to initiate it, but you successfully initiate. I put my hand on your head, and you're like, "Let's go!" <laughs> I know it's go time because you normally you're not touching time. me. <laughs> Touchdown! That's a, I like that. Successfully initiate. Yeah. yeah, I tr- I try and fail every night. Every night, <laughs> every single night, without. <laughs> but I'm persistent, and sometimes it pays off. <laughs> You're like, it's fine. I'm okay to be rejected. Six out of seven. My self esteem is low, but <laughs> I persist. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, next. How do you spice up your marriage? Um, There's a few things that we've tried, but more recently we've... We've... <laughs> I haven't, but Kenzie has taken pictures. Oh, yeah. And she'll share those with me. Like, that, that's nice. That really is nice. You're welcome. It means a lot more than you know. Yeah. No, I feel like it helps me mentally prepare myself for, like... It definitely does. It does, because I'm like, okay, I'm initiating this, but also I'm setting this at, like, a different part of the day. And so it's like, I, like... I don't have to do it right do then you and there. Like, like, do you like that? Like, how do you feel about sending me those? Pictures? I mean, I probably would rather not, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to do that. No, but it, I feel like it helps me too. Because yes. it gets me like. In the mindset for like, later. Later on. Because it's yep. not like happening right then and there. Yes. You well, know? Pre- as long it's as called it's called a preheat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Preheat? Gotta preheat the oven. Oh, man. That's kind of. <laughs> No, I feel like that has like actually really helped us. Hey, yeah. honey, preheat the oven. <laughs> Just so, preheating. That has helped us. Um, I think. I think definitely me initiating it helps. I feel for like sure. that has been like really helpful. I feel like a lot of it for me as like a mom and as like a woman is like getting out of my own head. And I feel like the more I can like get out of my head and relax and like get excited about it. And I've also feel like lately too, I've been like more so in the mindset of like, it's not all about you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes it's like, I am like, let's rush. Let's get this over with. This is for him. But in reality, it's for both of us. And <laughs> get it's, it over with. Get, I mean, we all have felt that way, yes. but instead it's yeah. more of like, Quickie. this is, yeah, exactly. This is more for me too. And it's for our marriage and it's good. So I think honestly, for me, it's all headspace. I completely, I think for women in general, like I don't know. I shouldn't speak for every woman, but a lot of things I see or read or hear all of our friends talk about, like yes. it is such a mental game. And when you can get there mentally, it definitely Well, I helps. feel like when when your spouse is more into it, it means a lot more and it makes it a lot more enjoyable too. And I think starting like forming more of a habit, because I feel like sometimes I'm like, I was like, oh, it's been like my one time for the week. So I'm good. I'm chilling. Like I'm good for the rest of the week. But instead Check of off my chore. No, I mean, <laughs> it sounds so horrible. But as a mom, like sometimes I feel like that. For sure. But I feel like the more I like, like we can kind of get into more of a consistent. I know a lot of people do like scheduling sex and yeah. I can understand why. Yeah. First of all, it gets you in the headspace. Like I go, I we're done. Do it Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. You know what I mean? We've and done it a lot. Scheduling sex, really? Yeah, we've never really. I don't feel like, but I under, I get why. Yes, but now I feel like because like for me, for me, because it just, yeah, I like know it's coming, and and I can like prepare myself that day. I can like take a bath, like just do whatever I need to do to like get myself in the headspace. So we've done that, like definitely, we've done that before. I feel like I'm now in the headspace of like, I I don't know why, but this has helped me of like we're just gonna do it every night. Yeah, like, and if we miss a night, like. DJ's eyes just got so big, <laughs> but, but not even like we like have to, but like, I don't know. I like put it in my head instead of being like, I did my one time for the week. Yes. I'm more so like really putting more of a conscious effort into it. And I feel Completely. like it's all about my, like literally it's all about mindset. It is. Okay. So Justin, what do you guys do to spice up your marriage? Jamie's laughing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I've tried to do is focus on things that I know that she likes in preparation for those intimate times, uh, things like <laughs> like a bath, uh, drawing a bath for her, or 
lighting some candles. CJ, are you listening? Massage. Uh, yeah, massage. Oh, that usually works for very us. Very regular massage. Uh, very <laughs> yeah. stereotypical, but uh, it works. Nice back scratch. Um, as far as what she's done uh, recently, which has been kind of fun, um, she made me a fun little book for Valentine's Day with some spicy pictures, which was awesome. <laughs> and, spicy. Uh, spicy. <laughs> um, so it's kind of something that's a little bit of a change that definitely spiced things up. And uh, throwing some sex toys in the mix there, too, and spice things Wait, wait, wait. Good. Sex toys for who? Uh, both, you know. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Don't act surprised, DJ. You got the same one. <laughs> yeah, that was fake. <laughs> I do feel like as a mom, it's like, it, and like being married for like five years, you're like, okay, we got to like. It takes effort. It t- and that's what I feel like I've been realizing lately is yes. that like it, it does take so much effort. It like, does. The people that are having a good sex life honestly it, it, they're putting the time and the energy into it exactly so make it a priority yes yeah, i sure. and i feel like for a minute there i wasn't and i've been like focusing really hard on making it a priority our marriage is failing but yeah but <laughs> now we're having great sex <laughs> so it's fine thriving, no, mom doesn't listen to this sorry mom yeah, and cat cat's probably not gonna listen okay cat? wait okay so what is your guys's love languages oh kenzie you go first should I say mine or say should yours. I t- say DJ? No, you say what yours is. Mine. Or do you want me to say what yours That's are? That's kind of what I want. Yeah, okay, yeah, DJ. Okay, DJ, say. what's my love language? I mean, I'm not too super familiar with like the different love languages, but you like words of affirmation probably. That's what I would have said. I could probably answer this for kids. Receiving <laughs> gifts. <laughs> yep. Gifts. I would say gifts. Gifts and words of affirmation for sure. Are those, do, do you only have There's two? only four, so. I think there's uh, five. Oh, there's Quality five. time. I would say it would be up there with you. Yeah. I would put it in that order too. Yeah. The words of affirmation. So what would, you, what would so be your top one? The bottom? Physical touch is pretty low, but it, I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on no, it. I know. I know. What's the other one? It's like physical touch, words oh, of affirmation, Oh, service. Yeah. yeah. What are mine? Acts of service? No, yours is <laughs> physical touch for sure. And Nothing. I knew that. I mean, I said yeah. that on the last episode, like the moment I met you, I knew that. Like you had your arm around me, very you were holding. Hands-on. Yes, you're very I'm hands- a hands-on learner. <laughs> <working>. guy. <laughs> no, I feel like him, uh, that's good. That, yeah, for sure physical touch, but then also I would say quality time. Yeah. I feel like we have a really big disconnect when we both don't have time for each other. Yeah. Like when we're both really busy, if you have like a lot of schoolwork, I'm having a lot of girls nights, we have to record the podcast, I'm like working a lot. Like I feel like we disconnect very much because you want to have you quality time. Yeah, yeah, you you we like spend a lot of good time together. Yeah, so I feel like those are. Would you say that's yours? Yeah, I, maybe acts of service. I feel like is up there. I would say gifts is like your least one, honestly. I don't really care about gifts. As long I as do. I'm out. materialistic. I know, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like words of affirmation. You kind of had to learn because you're not a big talker. I hate talking. Yeah, it's, but I, it's it's amazing. You I'm do here on the such podcast. a good job with Kenzie though, because she definitely needs well, that. Honestly, it's her speaking and me just sitting there and listening and most of the time. And honestly, I'll that's true. Here and there, and but you say the right things. Invalidating when I need you to her. say it. <laughs> I, it's not hard at all. Thanks, babe. What about you guys? What are your love languages? Uh, Jamie's uh, definitely acts of service. I would say that gifts, too with Jamie. I think. Yeah, I, it means a lot yeah. when people go out of their way to do stuff for me, and it like I can tell that that's like. That they love and care about me. Like I feel it when I when they do things for well, me. Well, and I try I try to keep this thought on the forefront of my mind, like all the time. Like around the house, I try to make sure that I'm doing those things, and I know that she appreciates me doing acts of service, doing the dishes, all that stuff. I feel like you're really good at that. You are. You're really good. 
I think I think right up there would be gifts. I would say gifts for of you. Course. But I feel like acts of service and gifts can kind of go hand in hand. Completely. Because like, the gift doesn't have to be like some big thing. It, but even just yes. like you thought about me. And so. Well, like, no, I found that even with you, like if I'm shopping and I'm like, oh, this $20 shirt looks like Jamie. I should just buy it. Like, yeah. Like you bring me home an outfit for Rossi. And literally every time I open her door, I'm like, oh. Like I get reminded. And it was like and $10. Like, literally. And so it's like, it doesn't have to be anything big. Like, so it's like acts of service slash gifts. gifts. Like you could bake you something even and you'd be literally. super grateful yep. for it. Let it be known that my biggest weakness is buying her gifts. Kate, so, no, Justin. This does not, oh it, no, it's Jamie's biggest Jamie. weakness. Yes. It's not yours. Why is it mine? You don't accept his gifts and he's so good at gifts. Justin does a great job. Let me, let me give gifts. you an example very briefly. Yesterday, I bought her flowers. I thought they were so pretty. They were different. They weren't roses, but they were these kind of different flowers that I thought were really pretty. <laughs> and I thought of her and I thought, these are kind of different. Maybe these are like pretty them. like my wife. Hmm, I'll I get brought these. them home and she literally didn't even like thank me. She just said, these are <laughs> ugly. Take them you back. said, you said, if you don't like Ruthless. them, I'm not offended. Let's take them back. And I said, babe, I really don't like them. They were $35. Where were they from? But he's like, babe, they're better home and garden. I said, in other words, Walmart. <laughs> I'm oh, dead. You sent me to Walmart to pick something up for you, so that was my only option, all right? Well, you didn't. We had limited chances. Yeah. Oh, no. It was, they just weren't. I'm trying to get better, but are you? I'm trying Justin to get better, does a too. Great I job. Justin, you crushed I crushed Christmas. it. You Justin, crushed Valentine's Day, too. I had, like, six things from Lulu. Yeah, I mean, um, I went all out. Did Justin got Jamie AirPods for... Yeah, oh, after Jamie lost. So let's back up. <laughs> I got her AirPods for Christmas, and she put them through the wash. And so I got her another pair of AirPods for Valentine's Day. Did you get me pros? No. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Just replace the old ones. Well, I don't want that crap. <laughs> Justin is very good at gifts. Jamie is just not very good at accepting them. No, but I'm getting better. You're getting better. And Justin, keep doing you because you're great. <laughs> it's okay, never what, good What's enough. my love language, Jamie? Well, there's no question. Definitely physical touch. Is that yeah. every man's love language? I, I would like to meet one that isn't. Really. We need the touch of a woman, all right? <laughs> <laughs> they just need that. It's simple for us. I don't. I would say your second would be probably quality time as yeah. well. Yeah. You like to make sure that we have time together. and I mean, I do too. So We like always watch our show at night together. That's something that we like make mm-hmm. time for. Yeah. And when we don't, we both like, I feel like we don't. Sleep good. We're depressed. <laughs> We're depressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how do you guys feel about having your whole life on Instagram and having your wife be on their phone all the time? Uh, it was a little bit hard for me at first to accept with the whole Instagram thing, but um, I just tried to be very supportive with it, and it's a lot of fun. I just – I mean, being on the phone – is obviously a little bit tough at times, but Jamie does a really good job of balancing it and putting it down when we're spending time together. And uh, I guess there's a little bit of a, it's a little bit weird having your whole life, you know, be displayed publicly, especially when you go places and, you know, people talk to you about the stuff that you put on Instagram. But I've just kind of embraced it and got used to it, and it's been a lot of fun for us. Yeah. What about you guys? What about you, Beach? Um... What was the question? It was how you feel about us being having your whole life on Instagram and being on our phones all oh. the time. Well, I knew your goal was to be an influencer. So. Okay, my lifelong goal was not no, to be an influencer. Not lifelong goal, but you set a goal to become an influencer, and I I felt like you could do it, you. and I supported you. So I yeah. And eventually it started paying for our bills, and we were able to do a lot more things. Obviously, I would be accepting of that. 
I feel like in the beginning when I was like, let's just take pictures of Payson, you were like, this is annoying. Sometimes it was annoying because we were just doing it just to get a picture, you know? And yeah. We had, you had 2,000 followers, it, you know? It and was you had to it put was in tough. the grind. Yeah, we grinded it out and look at where you are now. Drive out to the desert in 120 degrees. Literally like every Forks. other day. Yeah, we did that a lot. Yeah. Hey, it paid off. Yeah. It Do worked. you ever get weirded out about how many people see Payson's photos? I mean, I'll be in class and I'll have people walk up to me and they'll be like, hey, I saw your uh, TikTok video. <laughs> and it'll be like some super embarrassing video of me dancing or doing something <laughs> stupid. It's like every time we go out to eat in downtown Gilbert, somebody recognizes you. Like, oh my gosh, you're on TikTok. I'm like, no, I'm on TikTok. But <laughs> so funny. I'm just the one making a fool of myself. Yeah. So I and it's, stand hey, out. it's working. Yeah. I got recognized at Chick-fil-A the other day in Logan, Utah, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Really? First time for me. They said, wow. they texted James like, I just saw your husband with his, with your two girls. And it was in Logan. And I was wow. like, were they dressed cute? <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> he had them for the weekend alone. So it was funny. In Utah, we got recognized quite a few times. Like six or it seven times. actually really surprising. I know. Shout out to the Utah people. Yeah, we love Utah. <laughs> Do you guys ever regret getting married as young as you did? No. No, not at all. Not one bit. Justin, I, how old were you? I was 21. Okay. Yeah. That's how no. DJ when was, we, too. When we met, I was 20, I guess. Yeah. Recently, you turned 21. Yeah. But yeah, no, I never, ever regret it. I feel like we've, like... I don't know. We've like grown so much together that For sure. I like can't picture these parts in my of my life and like maturing and growing up not with him. Yeah. So I think it's just weird to even picture. But I could not imagine. I don't, that. And like a lot of people, are like I missed out on so much, but I'm like, I feel like I didn't miss out on very much, and I got to do it with like my husband. Yeah. Like my person. Like I don't know. That's cool to me. I remember when we went shopping when you were pregnant with Navy. We went out to like Last Chance. I remember you were like you were like pretty pregnant. Like you were like. Yeah, like seven, eight months pregnant. And I remember like just walking with you and being like, people are looking at you so weird. Like, oh, yeah. Because you're short and you're small and like you. I look young. Yeah. yeah. And I remember like even just like being there with you, like watching how many people were staring at you. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Like people probably think she's like 17 and pregnant, but Literally. you've been married a year. Like, so weird. It's so weird. But I remember thinking that and like people are giving us the strangest looks. <laughs> But I lived in Idaho the whole time I was pregnant. Yes. And, and so did you, obviously, but when you came and visited. But yeah. I was pregnant the whole time in Idaho, so I didn't ever feel like I was, like, super young to have a baby because everybody else was everybody having babies. babies. Yeah. So you probably felt like that, too. And then coming back to Arizona was, like, I felt I felt so judged. People oh, it like, was so much more weird. Yeah, it was so weird. But you don't – do you regret being, like, married as young as you did? Uh – no, no. DJ, I, DJ I, got his time in before. Yeah, yeah you no. were fine. Was, you didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> do you think that if we had gotten married the first go around, like when we first met, before we had broken up? I think you would have regretted it. I don't think I would have. I don't uh, think you would have either. I don't think I would have. I don't know if you would have regretted it and like made like, like divorce. Yeah, you. no. <laughs> but I do think it was really important for both of us. And I think... It was important for me, even though I don't want to admit it, because, like, you were the first guy I dated, like, out of high school, and I, like, hadn't really dated, like, any other LDS guys, and I wonder if I would have wondered, like, if I would have gotten married to you, and then, like, a couple years down the road been like, well, I wonder what it could have been if I could have dated other people. You know what I, like, you just don't know if you'd ever feel that way. I don't feel like I would have, but maybe you would have. Yeah. And I also feel like we got to know each other so much better over that year and a half. 
I just had to mature a little bit, I think. Yeah. I needed the time. Yeah. I, th- I feel like it worked out perfectly, the timing. Yeah, it did. And I feel like it's hard to say, like, you'd go back and change anything because I really genuinely wouldn't. I mean, yeah, it was a rough year and a half, but I also feel like we just grew together. Like, the whole time we were broken up, we both matured and grew up, and it was really, really good for us in the long run. I agree. Yeah. So now being married five years, Jess and I are coming up on six years now, too. What is your biggest pet peeve about each other? I know her biggest pet peeve. Was when you eat? Yes. I I can't eat anything. I don't know. I think I have that thing. It's like a disorder. (laughs) I think you have that thing, too. I think you do have a disorder. It's anybody. Like, even your (laughs) chewing bugs me. And you're my sister, and I love everything about you, and I can't handle it. She's such a peaceful eater she I is i i think it's me i think i have a disorder it's I, you. I, I you do. literally you guys i cannot listen to somebody eat it like grosses me out like i have to have the tv you on. need to listen to yourself eat because i promise you're just as bad no i 100 percent. i know i am i have to have like tv on or something or music while i'm eating i i hate listening i to can chewing. no longer eat chips inside of my house <laughs> i I just can't, i don't know why i think it's a it's a me issue it's not a you babe it's not a you issue it's not a you issue jamie i just cannot with chewing i don't i think maybe dad ruined it for me he's yeah, a disgusting he's a chewer so maybe growing up that was like an Calling issue but sorry i don't know i just cameron my brother-in-law i can't be in the same room as him if he's eating <laughs> i'm sorry cat can't either so i'm allowed hey, to say that okay. but oh so it's okay i don't know that bugs the living crap out of me eating i can't it's just chewing it's not just you babe so it's not my biggest pet peeve that you do it's just my biggest pet peeve period okay do you have other ones that he does that are your pet peeves? um yeah. Hmm. Or do I have any pet peeves? Do you have any pet peeves of mine? I, I, do you think I do? Does anything I do bug you? I can't think of anything. <gasps> That's so nice. I, I know there's things that bug you. I can tell you Justin's biggest pet peeve. Oh, what is it? It's that me and Jamie are always on the phone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's much. up there. That's up there. It is incredible. It's incredible. That's a great way to I, put actually, it. Actually, <laughs> it's me, awesome. Me and DJ counted the other day, and just on a random day, they called each other 14 times in one day. <laughs> and we were probably together knows, that whole yeah. time. And who knows how long they talked in those 14 calls. No, they, this happened like yesterday. We were together probably you were, all day. You were at the mall all day together, and you called each other on the way back driving home. Yeah. And you, for whatever reason, both were driving to our house. And you were literally talking on the phone up until you were like standing next to each other. Oh, that sounds. Cat was on the phone too. That was a group call, so it was a little bit better. But that was pretty extreme to me. Yeah, we talk a lot. First thing in the morning, Jamie like we Facetime each other while we're getting ready, and then we meet up, and then we hang out, and then we call each other on the way home, and then we usually get some work done. We like do something at our own houses, and then like. I call you for like validation of like what I did. That is what you call <laughs> codependent. Yes. I'm sorry, well. guys. Yeah. I just counted. We were at 14 today. <laughs> really? It's about average. Okay. It's about average. And we woke up, went to the mall together, and then we took pictures. Yeah. And the then... other thing is you already spent the whole day together too. Yeah, didn't like... you talk enough while you were together? Do you want me to talk to you as much as I talk to Jamie? Do you want me to call you every I, like 20 I, minutes at school? I mean, no, but I would like a little more communication. Really? I yeah. call you and you try to shoo me. No, it depends on the You're time. You're busy. But here's the thing. When I learn about their plans, when Kenzie says, oh, Jamie, have you told Justin about <laughs> this yet? And I say, what? And they bring up some plan that I didn't know about. And it's like happening tomorrow. 
Okay. My biggest pet peeve is when Justin calls while I'm on the phone with Jamie and she's like, ugh, I have to talk to Justin. Hold uh, on. Same. You're like, oh, DJ's calling me. Hold on one second. And then that's when you guys want to chat the most and I'm like, I'm on the other line. Yeah, I'm like, I, I'm busy. <laughs> busy. I'm actually busy. But then when I'm like, oh, I'm not cool. even busy. <laughs> Today I was on the phone with Jamie and we're planning on going to California and I said like, yeah, we're not bringing the babies and Justin goes, you're not bringing what? the babies? <laughs> I don't think DJ even knows we're going to California. But you're bringing the babies. No. no. Apparently we're staying home with the babies now. That's interesting. You know what? Yeah, I thought leaving, I had a weekend we're free. Town, actually. Yeah. Take the babies. Good luck with the babies. We're strapping them on, going to the club. Yeah. Fun. You guys, we can't get away from my biggest pet peeve, which is no freaking trash bag being put in the trash can when the trash gets taken out. Jamie screamed on the phone today, and Justin's like, I was taking care of our kids. Okay, let me tell you. Oh I God. took the trash out, which is a very husband thing to do. Good took for you, out, Justin. Came back in. My plan in my head was to put the trash bag back in, but then I hear Navy upstairs that she needed my help. So I had to go upstairs and help her. And then I came back down and then you yelled at me for not I didn't yell at you. I was actually yelling at Kenzie. Yeah, yelling at Kenzie about me. (laughs) I was like, there's no freaking trash can because I go to throw trash away and it goes at the bottom of our trash can. There might be nothing worse than that. Like, honestly... Oh, it drives me insane. Yeah, no. It actually drives me insane. That would be like that's number... petty, man. I mean, at least I took the trash out. No, that's not... Justin's literally carrying the family you, on his you, back. You <laughs> half ate a job. No, I just didn't even get a chance to finish it until you were, you were yelling about it. <laughs> He's helping his children, and you're just probably sitting on the couch. She's on the phone with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what are, what are my biggest pet peeves about you? I mean, I really don't have very many. I don't know but, what they are. Uh, but if I had to name a few... I, mean, I think that I get frustrated with how uh, you leave your curling iron out. Not anymore. It that was your me. That was your pet peeve when we were literally like in our college apartment. Interesting. That doesn't bug DJ at all. Drives me nuts. But I just got over it. I live with it. Because her list for me is very long of It's not, peeves. actually. That's like my only one. Because I've improved on all of them. You've done awesome. I, I remembered a pet peeve that I do have. <laughs> I want to know. I want the tea. Your hair. Oh, this gets is everybody. everywhere, and it's disgusting. It's like horror movie. Like <laughs> it is. It's everywhere. First of all, I clean Chunks our house. Of hair. I have. I sweep our bathroom like every day. Not every day, but I sweep our bathroom <laughs> often. There's never. I clean the counters. I try to keep it clean, but like. Even Justin says my hair is all over there. Yeah, you literally add that walk to my in. pet peeve list. I got Kenzie's hair in my house. <laughs> you shed more than our dog. A hundred percent. My hair just falls out. You, yeah, it it's does. It's disgusting. Just, it's so funny. Yeah, I like. I go to sweep and I'm like, this is not my hair. But also, I'm blonde, so it's hard to see my hair. Yeah, I shed like you nobody's do. freaking business. Okay, let's wrap this up with a really good finishing question. What have you done to make a strong marriage? You guys go first. I can answer that with a hundred percent. Go ahead. Surety is communication. Yeah. That's like our biggest thing that we've really pride ourselves in in our marriage. And it's definitely changed it. And I think just taking time for each other and recognizing and talk about it, talking about each other's love languages, like realizing what each other needs in a marriage and the ebb and flow of that is, yeah. I think communication is literally the root of everything. everything. Literally everything. Yeah, I agree with that. And like, whether it be like finances or planning or, you know, struggles that you're having, uh, just communicating about them has been huge for us. We've been able to just sit down and talk about whatever it is that we need to work through and, and it's always worked out. Yeah, it has. What about you guys? Um, Kenzie loves sports. What? He loves sports that makes it stronger because he likes it. No, but I feel like you've tried to like be involved in... 
Well, I, that was almost what I was going to say. I was really close to what I was going to say, babe. Mine wasn't you. just like specific, but I was going to yeah. say supporting each other. Yeah. Like for me, I like, I need a lot of support and like, I believe 100% I can do anything I set my mind to, but I believe that because you believe in it because you support me and you do what you do everything in your power to help me succeed and everything in your power to make sure that you're like supporting everything. And like, I feel like that goes with like anything like you are like, I like you're interested in sports. So I'm like trying to be supportive and like love the things that you genuinely love. Well, I feel like we've tried to be friend, like actual best friends. Like I think that. Well, I think. Well, isn't it true? Like, no, I agree. We actually enjoy spending time around each other. Yeah, I definitely feel like I don't know. Like the past couple weeks before Utah, I was like, we were like in a big funk because I'm like, I just like I'm not getting any quality time. And then like we went to Utah and I was away from you and it was like. I don't know, I felt like very like in a funk and I like came home and I realized like I'm just not spending enough quality time and like I was like putting other things like above not our marriage but like almost because I wasn't You're just like so preoccupied. Yes, yeah. I'm just busy and I have a lot of things going on. So when we do find the time to like sit down and spend with each other, like it's just the best. Yeah. And we find things that we both love and we like build off of that and it yeah, yeah just being like best friends you shouldn't marry someone if they're not your best friend no I completely agree. definitely not me and jamie should get married <laughs> yeah i that was actually could, a really funny question was how do you guys both feel about marrying uh both of us because we're a package deal but i will say we weren't this close when you guys got married or when we got married yeah i had no idea <laughs> that it tricked, would be this we tricked bad. you yes <laughs> it's escalated yeah it's definitely a package deal but it's it's good it's fun uh, you know, we're always involved in their life. They're always involved in our life. It's fun. I mean, it's a lot sometimes. But at the end of the day, it's fun. It is. It really is. It's a lot of fun. I feel like it's nice being, like, in the same stage of life. Like, I feel like we all get each other, which is yeah. nice. It's well, true. And yeah. both being in grad school and both. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I know, like, if I needed something and, like, DJ couldn't be here, like, Justin would be the first person I called if For I needed sure. something. Like, you need a tire changed? We'd call DJ. Justin. Yeah, I'm the designated tire changer yeah sorry about that that's all right that's if you love it that's what i was put on this earth to do i know sometimes i'm like i have four kids and i have two husbands like literally i feel that sometimes like which is fun it's fun to have two husbands it's fun to have two wives (laughs) wives swap no i'm just kidding he comes home i'm like hi i'm on your couch he's like oh honestly how many times have you come home and jamie's here oh i expect it True. Well, good. Yeah. Now I don't feel as bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it also is nice to like, like, I know if I like needed Jamie for something, like Justin knows that like I needed her. You know, I don't know. Exactly. It's, it's very supportive. And I feel like some husbands are like, no, like don't go out with him again or don't, you know, you're spending too much time with him or whatever. But like, I also feel like you guys are very understanding, like, and understanding when it comes to our jobs too, because we help each other a lot in that aspect. And it takes some pressure off of you guys too. When we like can it be able to do stuff together too on our with work and yeah. with this. If you guys could take all of the reels and eliminate that from our lives, people be, love you, babe. You can never yeah. leave. I just sorry the show. I just make a fool of myself out there. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job. Well, thank you guys for coming on. That was fun. It was really fun. Yeah, that was a lot anytime. Of fun. Oh, really? No, I'm just kidding. You know, I hate talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have been great, and we have loved having you on. Yeah, guys, so Codependent Podcast on three. One, two, three. Codependent Podcast. Podcast.
DJ did fingers. <laughs> Peace signs. You can't see that. Thing, babe. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.